0: Give us a like, share, subscribe, and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians, and more.
1: Hello, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jay, joined by Troy. That must mean one thing. Well, it sometimes means one thing. <laughs> Usually means we're talking about NXT UK or the news. gonna be NXT UK. How are you, Troy?
0: Yes, sir. I'm good. I'm good. The weather's
1: miserable as hell. Uh, Yeah, it's hitting it down, here. It
0: is absolutely lashing it down. Uh, But yeah, excited to talk about NXC UK.
1: Indeed. Indeed. It was was a doozy of a show this week. Indeed. Um, Before we do get into it, if you want to tell us what you thought about the show, you can hit us up on our social media pages, uh, Discord, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Untitled Wrestling Podcast for Facebook, Untitled Pod for Discord and Twitter. Um, So the show starts with a good old-fashioned hoss fight, Rampage versus Wolfgang. Um, I was surprised how much offense Wolfgang got in this match.
0: Yeah, a lot more
1: than, not that he should have done, but just a hell of a lot more than expected. But to to the point where it was the most jeopardy Rampage has probably looked in. (laughs) And he's, he's faced Walter. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like he, it, Wolfgang looked more like he was more convincing against Rampage than Volta did which says a lot mm. um,
0: maybe it had something to do with the fact it was Wolfgang's first singles match in two years so they were trying to make him look,
1: look credible I don't know yeah all, all, also um, there was obviously the fact that um, Wolfgang did drive Rampage ribs first into this, the ring post Ooh, Yeah, um, quite early on so Match starts, both men can kind of like trade and like hold and then they trade strikes, pretty much a stalemate. Uh Rampage hits a drop kick and then shortly after Wolfgang replies with the same uh, kind of drop kick. Um he goes Wolfgang goes for a corner splash, Rampage moves out the way and kicks Wolfgang gang off the apron. Um we get a brawl at ringside, and then as I said, Wolfgang drives Rampage into the ring post, like kind of ribs slash shoulder first. Yeah, like well, kind of like wrap. The- God. He like wrapped him around it, didn't
0: he? Yeah. I was kind of the, i say the, turn, yeah, the turning point of the match because it then all of Wolfgang's offence played into the fact that he was targeting the ribs and commentary play it up as well. Like he relies a lot on his kind of core strength and his cardio and stuff like that for his offence, but also for his finisher as well.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I, I, he focused completely on Rampage's ribs. He had like body scissors in for quite some time. Mm. Um, and every every time Rampage sort of like got got loose, he'd just like punch him in the ribs or something like that, and it'd be like Wolfgang's back on top. Um, at one point, he hit Shadows over Hell, which is like that air uh, splash like off the middle rope over like the back. Which oh, was boy, that was, I was,
0: that's got a name. I thought it looked impressive. I didn't know it was.
1: Well, it's it used to be delirious and Ring of Honor's finisher, and he used to call oh, it Shadows. Okay. Over hell, so that's what I'm. That's what I'm going with. Ah, uh, right, Co- right, right. Kofi Co- does it a cup. A lot as well and he does yeah. have a different name for it but I can't right. remember it. Um but yeah he got he got a close two on that then he hits a huge spear on rampage it was almost like a spine buster. His
0: spear looks awesome. I've noted that down like it looks he, impressive because he, he holds them and he hoists them up and almost turns it into a spine buster.
1: It's he, like a rugby tackle. Yeah he did he did the Ricky Stark spear where Ricky <laughs> Stark's like because he's because he's a smaller guy he kind of like pops himself upwards. Yeah. And lifts them off the ground and then back down. Yeah. But it looks awesome. Yeah, it does um, look really good. Yeah, and then he goes he goes back over the ribs again of Rampage. Um, he goes for another spear. Rampage gets a knee up, hits a big Lariat and a doctor bomb for the win. Um and near the end of the match as well, Wolfgang looked like he might have injured the shoulder. Mm. Um he was holding on to his shoulder and he was at even like normally I wouldn't have really given it much credence because like Rampage kicked him in the shoulder and um he like it looked like he just sound, but there was a bit at the end where he was actually talking to the ref.
0: Yeah, he was doing out of his hand, wasn't he? Um, like he'd lost fingers. Yeah, and in his he was like pointing
1: to his shoulder. Mm. Um, so hopefully he's all right. Yeah. Um, never like to see anyone get injured. And yeah, this was a really fun match. Though really good little. Yeah, I love for... this. Yeah, um, really, really, really good. And it made it made Wolfgang look good. Like when I was thinking about it, when I was watching the match, like when Gallus first debuted. It was almost as if Wolfgang was going to be kind of like the leader, and the Coffee Brothers yeah. were going to be his henchmen. Yeah, yeah, And then he kind of shifted it so Joe Coffee was the leader, and mm. Coffee and Wolfgang were the two henchmen. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be against seeing Wolfgang getting a bit of a run over yeah. over Joe Coffee. I feel Joe Joe Coffee. I, I like him, but I feel like he's very one dimensional. I
0: was just about to say exactly the same thing. Exactly the same thing. Wolfgang's got a bit more kind of character to him. I I like Wolfgang. I remember uh, his single stuff before they put him together with Gallus. Um, Was he in the first United Kingdom tournament or the second one?
1: It's in the first one. In the the first one. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I remember. He got knocked out by Bates, I believe.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Um, Yeah. I remember from that and, and single step afterwards, uh, and always quite liking him. So it's nice to see getting a bit more time to shine as a singles guy because I've not seen Mark Coffey have any singles matches. It's only ever been Joe, isn't it?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm not too familiar with Mark Coffey's work other than what I've seen here. I know, I know like just before NXT UK started, he was actually feuding with Joe and ICW. Um, Oh, okay. But I didn't, I didn't really yeah, that's Central. one to ask Garen about. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Also, uh, the one thing that I did pick up on, which was kind of a recurring theme throughout the show, which I thought was really cool, was they've started like kind of bringing up like championships they've held in other companies.
0: Yeah, I noticed that as well.
1: They've done they, they've done it a lot on NXT in the last couple of weeks, where like they bring up Kashida being an IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. They brought mm. up Balor being one the other day as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, it was just this week They brought up Balabian one yeah. And uh, they mentioned that Rampage Was a former progress champion And Wolfgang was a former ICW champion yeah, yeah. And uh, a, little, a little bit later on They mentioned that Amel was a former WXW women's champion as well hmm. um, Yeah, I I mean, really...
0: It's nice to hear uh, And it's nice to represent like, Other and stuff Incidentally, they're all promotions that WWE now own as well
1: They are New Japan, isn't it?
0: No, no, New Japan isn't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um,
1: but yeah, it, it's it's nice to hear because it's, it's mm. kind of. So sometimes I feel as if WWE hurt themselves with making you want wanting to care about like why someone's good when they don't really bring up like their past accolades. When but
0: it's almost like they act like this is the only place they've ever wrestled, and it's yeah. like, well, no, they've wrestled elsewhere, and they were recognized elsewhere. That's why you've got them here like, now. So
1: yeah. Like the, the reason, like to go back to Finn Balor, for example, the reason they, they signed him was because he was a megastar in Japan.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was
1: like one of the hottest things in Japan. So they signed him. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it took them this long to actually acknowledge what he actually won in Japan is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's cool to see. I, 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 yeah, I, absolutely. I that kind of thing. Like, yeah. AW really good at it where they'll acknowledge pretty much everything people have done. Mm. Um, and I, I'm hoping this is kind of like a turn in that direction for at least NXT and NXT UK. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um.
1: We then see Tyler Bate warming up with his dad Trend Seven. Um. <laughs> and then we we saw a really interesting backstage uh, bit. So Ashton Smith's in the performance center, and he comes to him. And they ask him about being a being a dad. He's got a one year old, and um, he's like, oh yeah, you know, it's like it's hard being away from home, but. Be, being able to kind of like achieve these things makes it worth it yeah. uh, Teoman then comes up very ominously and he, he he congratulates him on like being a father and he's like oh well he's one and he's like, <laughs> just was oh, like it was a know.
0: year ago but cheers anyway
1: yeah he's like <laughs> oh you know but family's the most important thing and then he kind of like just shifts the conversation goes, where's Oliver? <laughs> isn't he family? Mm. Uh, I reckon Teoman's attacked Oliver Carter how you reckon? I reckon. I reckon that's what's happened.
0: Oh, they're gonna find um, him in a
1: but, dumpster. <laughs> it's I mean, gonna be
0: a who done <laughs> it.
1: It's gonna be that, like, yeah. It, it's all like he was teasing that faction, wasn't he? Yeah. A couple. Like He's the eye
0: is always watching or something like that?
1: And, yeah, and like it would be quite cool if he got like not a European faction, but you know, like a, just a faction of guys like. Like Oliver Carter's someone I could see in within that faction, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, it'd be nice to see Smith and Carter doing a bit more because they're both awesome. They're, yeah, they're um, excellent But yeah, th- this was very ominous, uh, Teoman, mm. and like you, you could see Smith looked unsettled as well. As, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like Teoman.
0: Good carriage work.
1: Yeah, more Teoman, please, because he's yes. great. Um, and he's deaf he's definitely like done something sinister to the Carter um, <laughs> we we get uh, a Eva Valkyrie training montage next she's like running through like she's doing, forest
0: she's doing Tough Mudder she's doing a wolf run
1: yeah That's she's, exactly she's there else. it was really well shot though like obviously it's it looked like it was in an Ireland, um, mm. and yeah. always we, well I say island it looked like it was either in Ireland or it looked like it could have been in Hampshire as well mm. Look, it looked like it was not far from like a uh, Stonehenge so either way though it falls perfectly into her character Um, yeah yeah she basically talks about like overcoming adverse like defeat and (laughs) being able to fly again it was it was cool it was it's these like sort of training montages that the well vignettes they've done for her where obviously they're doing like she's like a Viking warrior but then they're kind of also trying to humanise her a bit more and show that she just because she's got this kind of side to where she's also got this other side where she's yeah. she's very much human. Um much
0: like they did with um Isla Dawn as well.
1: Yeah. And Ilya like, as well to a degree.
0: Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah it's good.
1: Uh, yeah I I like it it was it was a really cool vignette and really mm. beautifully shot as well. Yes. Um yeah more of that please. Um we then see Rampage walking backstage and <laughs> the ask the how he is. He's like, I'm a bit banged up, I'll be fine. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be great. Yeah. Um, and he walks around the corner and gallus are there. Uh, Mark Coffee gets in his face, like he's trying to challenge him to a match. Hmm. And like Joe understandably goes, Nah, nah, you'll 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 get murdered. Don't do that. <laughs> He'll batter um, you. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fight you'll lose, pal. Don't do that. Um and then Joe Coffey says, uh, "When you're all healed up, I'll be there waiting for you." Um, which, yeah. I, I mean, the last I, match I, had was fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm worried that Gallus are going to get the like. Well, not Gallus. Coffey's going to get the win here, and then we're going to get a trilogy. And I, even though it's four matches, I, I I feel like I feel like Rampage losing should be something that's done sparingly. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think you should be losing that often because he's very much like he, they've they've done a really good job of building him to be like kind of the the last sort of step like stumbling block before Volta. Before
0: Volta, yeah, yeah. Um, it can't hurt I, him too much.
1: Yeah, addition like
0: too many L's.
1: Yeah, I, I feel something we've spoke about a lot is that Volta's kind of like on a pedestal on his own. Mm. He's like here on his own, yeah, within NXT UK, and if. Rampage is like the cl- probably the closest we've got at the moment to that. Yeah, maybe and if- him and
0: Dragon possibly. Yeah, maybe Ilya as well. Ilya's only
1: but- really lost once or twice. Yeah, um, yeah. But if he starts losing too much, then mm-hmm. that mystique goes, doesn't it? That aw- yeah, then he starts getting further away from Volta, and then it's like, oh, well, here we go.
0: Yeah,
1: um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, we then get uh, Mel versus Liverpool's number one anti vaxxer, uh, Zybrook side. Um, (laughs) uh, if you've seen a Twitter this week oh boy Um, oh boy oh boy get that girl a book Um, so um, Zaya goes right after Amel um, works over her arm Uh, obviously they bring up the fact that Amel attacked Zaya um, two weeks ago Um, Amel then throws Zaya into the apron and barricade and takes control uh, mm-hmm. she spends a lot of this match just toying with Zaya. Um, Zaya hits a super uh, sorry, head scissors at one point just to kind of like distant get a bit of distance between them. Yeah. Um, Amel hits a really nice looking northern light suplex for a two counts Um, and then Zaya Zaya manages to fight back out, goes up top. Amel yanks her off the rope and hits like a T bone spine buster for the win. Oh, that uh,
0: was good.
1: This I looked good that yeah Um, this is Amel pretty look-
0: much a squash. Amel looked like an absolute monster.
1: Yeah, she's someone who she she feels like she's not really got a start in NXT UK yet. No, nah. um, like she she even tweeted out last night that that was her first win in NXT UK. Damn. Um, yeah, and she's someone who came in with like not a lot of fanfare, but there was definitely there was certainly like a lot There's of following, wasn't there? There was something, yeah, like. She was a big, a big name in WXW and um, mm. made a big deal about the fact she was the first French woman they've ever signed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think she might have been the first French superstar they've signed, actually. Well, um, yeah, like she looked, she, she's always impressed me whenever I've seen her. Mm. Um, and th- this was no exception. She looked really good. Um, I think more, it feels
0: like, um, like, I think off the back of what happened a couple of weeks ago or the other week, where she attacked Brookside backstage and took her out of that gauntlet match. Like, Firstly, you expected her to be put into it, and she wasn't. Then mm. when they were like, oh, you and Brookside are going to have a match, I also expected Brookside to win and kind of get, get that back after being taken out of the match, and she didn't. It feels like Amel's kind of building a case here to say, I should have been in that gauntlet match from the first place, and, and she's you... going to be on the vert. There's going to be some sort of little push here and a high profile yeah. match down the line
1: yeah interestingly enough, I was about to say then, so um we I mean we both think Mako's going to take the bells off Kelly the stand, don't we? yeah, I think they're deliberately keeping amel and Mako separate, okay, as Amel's probably going to be Mako's first challenger. That's a good shout yeah. um because it it makes sense to make sure whoever Mako's first challenger is going to be doesn't come in contact with her in that ball match. Yeah. Because yeah. then we've already seen it. Exactly, Whereas a male yeah. a can then go, well, I wasn't in the match. So yeah. how do you shoot me?
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um yeah. good call. But yeah, either, either way, uh, it's good, it's good to see them, it's good to see them building um someone new up as well. Mm-hmm. Um we then go backstage and see a kid warming up without his dad. Um <laughs> and then speaking of dad, Shah Samuels is trying to do a crossroad, uh crossroad, crossword in the uh, air. <laughs> in like the tea room and Nathan Fraser comes in and challenges him and Shah summed it up because he, he's not very like, he's not very imposing Nathan Fraser, is he? No, nah, not at all. He's a, he's a little bit dorky. <laughs> he seems like he's a lovely lad, but he seems oh,
0: like hi, quite I'm, like... I'm Nathan,
1: I'm Nathan Fraser. I'm here to learn the British yeah. style of wrestling. Yeah, he's, he's very, he's just a, he's just a nice lad, isn't he? Shah <laughs> tells him to get a grown-up and then <laughs> Fraser says, "Oh, so, I'm sorry, I didn't realize you were I only doing no arm bars, dirty work." And then Shah stands up, and Fraser like rips his own newspaper out his hand and throws it on the floor. <laughs> and then Shah Shah says, "All right, go make go make the match a bit official." And he goes, "All right, I'll go see Johnny Saint about it right now." And then Shah's like, pillock. Pillock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that should be a really fun match, though. Yeah, man. Um, I'm very excited about that. Um. This, this leads us to a recap of last week's main event, the Gauntlet match that we've just been talking about. Uh, it shows obviously Mako and Kaylee Ray having stared down, Mako bowing to Kaylee Ray and Kaylee Ray kicking her in the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it shows Mako backstage. This was shot kind of weirdly. Um, mm-hmm. But it's basically Mako just like shouting in Japanese um, and saying that she's not going to forgive Kaylee Ray for kicking her in the face, essentially. Mm. Um,
0: I don't know what they put the weird filter over this when they filmed it
1: yeah it looked looked
0: like it was shot on like VHS and they were so they'd shot it and then rather than zooming in they just cropped in on the anger they already had and it just looked really out of proportion it's
1: a bit odd yeah then they kept they kept uh, as I say they kept like zooming in on her face as well didn't they Mm. Um, like after every sentence they'd zoom in more. it was was weird like I'm all for them trying to try different things, but this one didn't quite hit Not the mark so much. for me. But, it, but either way, it, it still did. It did serve the purpose and get me excited for that much more. Absolutely. And
0: now a word from our sponsors.
1: Do you like beer? Of course you do. Do you like wrestling? You wouldn't be here if you didn't. Check out topropebrewing.com, our very own Big tasties Brewery. They do a great deal of wrestling themed beers, including Coldstone Cream Austin Ice Cream Pale Ale and Papa Mango Mango Pale Ale. Also, they also do an array of t shirts, masks, cans, and mini kegs. Check out toprobbrewing.com, or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the brew Tap in Bootle. And thatchface.com, where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard bams, oils, and grooming kits. They also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket, and then go, Aaron. Where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to out your cancer charities. We then go to the Supernova sessions with Ilya Dragunov. <laughs> um, no, i that he, do- he doesn't really do much like fanfare. Normally, he does like a bit of fanfare beforehand, he doesn't he? Doesn't yeah. do that. With this he just goes. Bring on my guest, Ilya Dragunov, and he says he wants to make it a safe space. He turns the supernova sessions into the supernova spa. Um, Did you notice
0: he, the he, caterpillar cake on the table? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. Uh, it, no, no one's got like a customized supernova eleven, uh, like dressing gown, uh, and he, he's looking for one. Feel he's like, oh god, really sorry, Ilya. We've not got got like one of these made for you, but we have got this is all we could get. Gives him, like, a kid's dinosaur. Do you like dinosaurs? <laughs> it's like,
0: I bet you do, you Ragesaurus Rex. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, he, I, I like the fact as well, like, Noam Dar was clearly terrified that Ilya was going to snap. Just going to snap, yeah.
0: And he says before where he's like, oh, we'll make this into your safe space, you know, like Serbia or the Gulag or Benadon Beach. <laughs>
1: yeah. Whatever works for you, pal. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Noam asks where the rage comes from and brings up the Volta match. Uh, Ilya says he lost a part of himself in that match. Um and it kind of like created this like rage within him. But he says he's not he said and that he enjoyed like inflicting violence. He says he's not that person anymore. And then Noam br- brings up the fact that Ilya broke Mastiff's nose uh, last week. All the week before. Um Noam then gives Ilya Lenny the therapy dog, which is just like a, a cuddly toy <laughs> with like a dog harness on. Um and it, Ilya calls Noam a clown um and says that he brings violence and he cut and he if he wants to he can hurt Noah. very, very bad.
0: Dar's um, face when he handed over that therapy dog is like, Oh, you can use this for every time when you go, Aah! and he does his rage face and it absolutely cracked me up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um <laughs> Noam then says that Ilya's a fake and he's real, and he says that Ilya's afraid of him and afraid of his left foot hitting him in the face. Um, and then Ilya basically like they, they have like a stare down on the then mm-hmm. It they allude to the fact they're going to have a match at some point, but they never explicitly said it. Um, Ilya leaves, and then as Noam does, like having a, having a sip of his smoothie, he's got hold of Lenny the uh, the therapy dog. Ilya comes back and takes and goes for my son, and then then Noam Daw picks up the dinosaur dressing gown and throws it at Ilya. I take that for your son as well, you're dafty. (laughs) Um, And Noam is not happy about that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, this this was this was cool because it was different from all the other ones. Like obviously, it got very tense very quickly. Yeah, and it it did kind of it did kind of like give us the whole early as a ticking time bomb mm. like thing and Norm Dahl was like poking the bear poking the bear and then he, he kind of got too confident with it and then that's it ended up with a bit of egg on his face in the end anyway um, <laughs> the
0: egg was aligned with his face
1: yeah it's good Good job he's got some of the tissues on that table to wipe it off yeah um, <laughs> So uh, yeah, then we see Sam Gradwell bursting into Sid Scarlet's office. Uh, he talks about NXT UK being an unsafe working environment. He wants to speak he to not, HR. <laughs> yeah, says he's not going to uh, put in a claim though. He just wants a match with Trent Seven. He wants to burn the Mustafa off his face. Um, Sid Scarlett like says I'll I'll talk to Johnny to Johnny Saint about it. And he's got like a phone from the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I didn't I didn't realize that until he started calling. I was like, what the fuck? Why is, <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> why the hell is like Sid Scholar's office like in the nineties? The <laughs> office is older than him. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like it's like a fucking head teacher's office. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, after after this, um, Scholar announces that. Ilya vs. Dar and Rampage and Coffee Two is going to be in two weeks time. Yeah, and or this season uh,
0: Ilya and yeah, Dar is going to be stiff as
1: fuck. Yeah, they've not actually announced anything for next week, have they? No, um, uh, so do I think unless, so? Unless, unless Mako Kaylee Ray is next week, but they I thought really, that, but there'd have been more. He didn't even announce it. So
0: no, nothing then
1: yeah it's weird it's weird they've announced like stuff for two weeks time but they've, and I've next they've week, but...
0: done that quite a bit recently i've like realized uh, sorry noticed it's oh this will be on in two weeks time rather than this will be next week it's always two weeks yeah. time i don't know if it has anything to do with the way that they kind of plan and film it and i don't know uh
1: yeah maybe maybe it's like their way of kind of building up to like making sure people tune in sort of thing. Because they, mm. they do it with they do it with NXT as well. Um th- where they'll they'll announce like um they announced their Ballad and Cross two two weeks earlier than the and they announced them. Um, oh yeah MSK versus Lagarde that was gonna be in two weeks' time as well. Mm. Um so yeah, maybe maybe it's just a way to kind of like build get a bit hype. of a yeah, build a bit of hype, get people excited. Shit. Yeah. Um, because I mean they announced this this match three weeks ago. Well, yeah. longer than three weeks ago, but they yeah, yeah. they built it for about a month. Um, and that's Tyler Bate versus A-Kid for the Heritage Cup in a yes. Heritage Cup rules match. Um so yeah, round one was and round two pretty much both were like kind of stalemates. Um yeah. Yeah. lots of chain wrestling early on. A, a- Kid kept maintaining risk control. And it was basically Tyler trying to wrestle his way out of it. And mm. every time the first round, like he, he barely got out of it. And then the round ended. Um mm. second round, Aikid as it again for a lot. Um Tyler does manage to roll out. He gains control with a bit of it, with a head scissors. kid transitions into like a test of strength. Um and Bait manages to like sort of roll through, kick, kick Aikid off him. And then Akeem like kips up immediately, and he tries to slow it back down again, and then the round ends. Yeah. Um, round three, we got a lot of ch- again, lots of chain wrestling early on. This was this was such a good match in the sense that the pace was like almost a crawl at first. Yeah, first round was. Yeah, but the second they flipped the switch, mm-hmm. it was like full throttle for the yeah. rest of the match. Um, yeah, a- uh, lots of chain wrestling. a uh Goes like reverses to a sleeper. Uh, they managed to trade pin a set attempts. Akid tries for a bow and arrow. Uh, Tyler rolls out and Akid hits like a sliding uppercut. Um, <laughs> That's what ignited of, it. <laughs> yeah, lots of uh, traded strikes then between the two men, like kicks and uppercuts. Um, Tyler rock, rocks Akid with a um, bop and bang. Um, and then as like it looks like Aiden <laughs> might be about to get knocked out, he just hip tosses the pair of them over the top rope, and that ends the round. Yeah, very um, clever. Yeah, um, round four. Um, I, also another thing. Trent Seven was great at ringside, and this' like brilliant. He looked really proud, but then also like it, the referee kept kept like telling him. There was a bit where the ref was like telling him off for getting too close to Tyler. He was like, sorry, like, sir.
0: Sorry. Yes, ref. Th-
1: thanks, referee. Thanks, thanks,
0: ref. He's not that really polite dad at Sunday League that wants <laughs> yeah. to abide by all the rules. Sorry, ref. Like, yeah, no, yeah. Bro, no, like no problem, that, ref. He's
1: like, that dad. <laughs> he's been told off by the referee. He's like, thanks, referee.
0: <laughs> thanks, ref. Sorry, what sorry pal. What happened again?
1: Sorry, pal. I, I won't go on the pitch to celebrate when my son scores <laughs> a goal. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Tyler, from the bell, Tyler charges A you, then hits an up in the corner. Um a kid fights out of a suplex attempt and hits. It looked like a drop kick, but it looked like from the floor. Mm. Like did like a handstand and then kicked out in the face. Yeah, it, was it was quality. Awesome. Not of um, Tekken. Yeah, <laughs> uh, hits a fisherman's suplex uh, for a two count. Uh, he blocks a diving uppercut into a backslide, which looked awesome. Yeah, and then uh, goes for the Uma Plata. Uh, bait manages to reverse. Get goes for an airplane spin. Um, a kid reverses that into a sleeper as he's got bait like. This was, this was weird. I feel like it was almost like the beginning of Aker's undoing where he, he looked like he had like Tyler pretty much out with the yeah. sleeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he broke the hold and then just PK him.
0: PKed him right on the chest, yeah. pinned him, and then put the sleeper back in once he kicked out.
1: Yeah. Um, bait up. um, So, yeah, Bait managed to fight out with the second sleeper attempt. Uh, Aker goes up top and looks like he's going for like, that jump and kick. Bait meets him with an uppercut, uh, goes for a brain buster. AKID reverses that to a guillotine. Um, as Bait looks like he's fading out again, um he manages to stand up just as the round ends hits a brain buster. deadly like, Yeah. Yeah. Um and then then, like you could see that Aikid was like absolutely rattled at that point. Um yeah. Round five starts, uh, Tyler judo throws Akid, uh, Akid attempts a springboard and bait. hits like a bridge in German for two guns. Uh, There There's so much going on these last two rounds. It was um, mental,
0: absolutely frantic.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Akid fights out of the Tyler driver. Uh, Ty- Tyler eventually hits it. and then They A-Kid... make a good point about that on commentary where they're like,
0: I don't remember anyone ever kicking out of that. It's quite a protected yeah. move.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think the only person to have kicked out in recent memory was Pete Dunn. Yeah. And that, oh, maybe Valsa as well.
0: S- as a while ago as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. T- Tyler eventually hits it and Akid does kick out. Uh, Tyler then misses Spiral Tap and Aker a- goes for the armbar. And then Tyler fights out. Akid manages to go for the Ouma uh, Plata. And this was, for me, probably the best little storytelling beat for mm. the whole match. Yeah, yep, where it yep. it's like looking at Trent dead on the eyes because it's like yeah. a mirror image of the. Finish this is how I finished you.
0: This is how I want it. Um, oh, that's good.
1: And he starts. He starts like sh- like shouting to Trent, tell him to tap out. Just tell him to tap out. Yeah, uh, and he's like, he's not even locked it in. He's got it about to lock in. He's not even um, locked
0: the leg round like onto the second yeah. arm,
1: has he? And and like tiles already like screaming in agony, uh, and Trent's got t- got the towel off from around mm. his neck. He's about to throw it in. Uh, A-Kid locks it in and Tyler's screaming, don't do it, don't do it. Uh, Tyler refuses to tap and the uh, round ends. And then between rounds, Tyler's like, you promised me you would not throw the towel and don't do it. Even takes, if I'm like...
0: Takes it off him and launches it off him in a barricade. Yeah. He's like, don't do it.
1: Yeah, he's like, you promised. I I thought at that point, we might have seen like a turn from one of...
0: I thought that. I, was, I thought Trent I was, was going to do something.
1: It was a callback to to... Um, when Tyler threw the towel and for Trent as well in the yeah. old dispute there, am I? yeah, so yeah, I yeah, like, yeah. Um, yeah. Round six starts off absolutely full throttle. Um, Akid misses a kick in the corner. Um, misses another kick. Tyler hits a lariat. Akead reverses the Tyler driver to a hurricane run, and I thought that was it. I thought that was um, it. That was so so close. That was like a two point nine count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Tyler misses the Liger kick, but then hits a, hits a bop on Akid. Um, Akid then, like, kind of rebounds off the ropes and hits a super kick. He goes for a roll-up. Tyler blocks it, stacks Akid up to win. Uh, and Akid looks, like, absolutely surprised. Because he's like... Because I, I thought when Akid hit, this, hit the super kick, I thought, oh, yeah, Akid's got this one in the background. That it, yeah. It's probably, yeah. Or I thought Tyler was just going to, like, surprise him with a knockout. Um, yeah. It felt like it and, could like,
0: go that way, didn't it?
1: They they would see and in a knockout throughout the match, but uh, yeah. yeah, Tyler Bates, um, new Heritage Cup champion, um, awesome. A kid hands bait the Heritage Cup, and as like Bates celebrating with his dad in the ring, um, A <laughs> kid looks on like from the ramp, uh, dismayed. I mm-hmm. feel like this isn't over. Um, yeah, it, it it feels to me like they're probably gonna do a trilogy of Heritage Cup matches, um, especially because. If you look in the actual heritage cup, the drawn AKID won two one in the first one, Tyler yeah. won one nil in the second one. So the technically oh, two two. Yeah, yeah. They and need to I, I feel like that was by design. Um okay. So uh, it, mean, it means it means they can level. go, Well, we need to have a third match to have a definitive winner because it's either going to be one what one nil or two one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Um even though even though they've like kind of brought in the fact that Tyler's beat Aikid before, mm. Akid still use that kind of argument, I think, to yeah, say. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: In, yeah, you, you beat me in a singles match in Heritage Cup rules. You've actually, you've only beat me. Um, the yeah. same amount of times I've beat you.
0: Same, um, how did I top that match though?
1: See, like, I, the thought only... the first one, I thought say the again. first one might have actually been better. I reckon. yeah, I, I really like this one. Um, I thought it was brilliant. I did. My only issue with it was like in the final round, it was a little bit too sudden. Okay. Like I know, I know that was the whole point of it that they were building up. It's so when it built. did at the end, it was just like completely by surprise. Right. But I felt like just the way that, like, because they did the punch and then Akeem kind of stopped and then hit the super kick. Yeah. And then went for a roll up and then Tyler pinned them. It was like okay that that where did that come from mm,
0: mm.
1: I like guess if it because they slowed it back down again when they did it but that yeah that's just me being overly critical of what was a <laughs> was a fantastic match I'm not yeah. going to take that away from them um but yeah that was NXT UK um what were your highs and lows troy I I'll say off the bat I don't think I had a low this no week- I don't think I had a low either I really don't
0: Everything was on there. That everything on there needed to be on there. Everything like filled its time Actually, well no, enough. I'm
1: lying. Something I said to you before we started. My lows no pretty deadly. Oh yeah, <laughs> because we haven't seen them wrestle since the Kenny Williams and Amir match. Also, no Kenny Williams still since the Loser Leaves Town that Yeah,
0: much. that's a good shout. Not so, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, if I'm being picky, that would be a low. Then no Kenny Williams. Oh. If you'd have asked me a few months ago, I'd be complaining, my lower beat there was no Kenny I, Williams on the show. You'd have been like, what yeah. are you about?
1: Um, I mean, the, the the issue is, isn't it, that it's it's no Kenny Williams, but it's no Kenny Williams because they really need to kind of keep that story going. Yeah. Because yeah. he felt like he was on an absolute hot streak. Mm. So why yeah. not keep that momentum going? Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: uh, my height. <clears throat> Excuse me. My high um, Heritage Cup match. Absolutely. Super. Yeah,
1: same. Same. Nothing nothing came close mm. to that. Um, Cup, cool. little honourable mention to uh, Amel get a win. Um, she's yeah. someone who, as I say, someone I've been intrigued by and mm-hmm. I've been impressed with whenever I've seen it. And, yeah. Um, As I say, I feel like this is kind of like by design the keeping her and Mako separate to so maybe have mm-hmm. that match down the line. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, um, a Heritage Cup match was awesome. Um, could, could have possibly been a match of the year contender. Um, yeah, I thought that, yeah. I mean, at the at the same time, though, we've also had like the first Heritage Cup match they had and A Kids match with Volta to talk about, which would also up there, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: spoiled for choice. But,
1: yeah, but I, I feel I feel like this is kind of just the beginning for Aikid. I don't. I do. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel it, it. was the right time for him to lose
0: it. He'd established it well enough. He'd had some absolute bangers.
1: Yeah. Also, I feel like they did a good job when he had the match with Volta. That he's someone who could be considered to take yeah. the belt off Volta down the yeah. line. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And I, I I think he's probably going to go into a high like a high profile feud. Mm. going into this now
0: yeah we're
1: oh, coming yeah. out with this sorry now um I hope so anyway I don't want them to just kind of forget about him because he's he's really done a good job of establishing that mean like the Heritage Cup meaning something big
0: yeah definitely
1: um well yeah that was NXT UK um as I said at the start uh be sure to check us out on over on social media uh let us know what you thought of the show uh join our discord community um, we're trying to grow that as much as we can we've got a lot of people there we don't just talk about wrestling we talk about all kinds um, There's people in there who aren't even wrestling fans who just like to talk about uh, films music tv eurovision uh, song contest eurovision song contest that time of recording it's the eurovision song contest this weekend <laughs> um yeah but there's there's a lot of there's a lot of talk uh, that goes on there. It also means that you can be take part in our Saturday night gaming uh, marathons we do with our um with our listeners, our fans, and our friends. Um but yeah, let us know what you thought over on Untitled Rest Pod. As always, I've been Jay joined by Troy. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. You must love this podcast house, in the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.